Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You found Fantasy Football Weekly Micro. A deep dive on one player in just 5 to 10 minutes. Now here's your host, Paul Charchian. It's a Thursday edition of Fantasy Football Weekly Micro Edition. I'm Paul Charchian. We've got a deep dive on James Cook coming up for you. My co-host is Tyler Canabley. You can reach Tyler on Twitter at Tyler Canabley, K-N-A-E-B-L-E, K-N-A-E-B-L-E. GuillotineLeagues.com writer. Let's uh, let's dive into James Cook. He had the big finish to last year, clearly better at the end of the year, as many rookies are, than he was at the beginning of the year. Usage went way up, some eye-popping plays. He's being, um, he's, his ADP has uh, moved up quite a bit, but let's talk through this uh, season. What are your thoughts? Well, he finishes the RB44 last season. Mm-hmm. Definitely not ideal, but he's going off the board as RB32 right now. So you still have to pay a little bit more for him than what he produced last year. But yep. he's kind of projected to have a bigger role just because he's going into year two. He's with the Bills, which is kind of the you big want to have a build, point. Yeah, we want to have a part of the Bills offense. Yeah, and if you look at him as just like the player and some of the stuff that he was doing in Buffalo last year, mm-hmm. among guys with 75 attempts, James Cook was second in yards per carry, averaging 5.8 yards per carry only behind Brees Hall. Yeah. So that's a great stat. And the, the big stat that I, I really I, liked was... By the way, 5.8 yards per carry. Yes, that that's is a... Very, very healthy. That's on a, a season-long per carry basis. That's excellent. And what really helped that was his breakaway percentage. He was first in uh, breakaway, breakaway runs, which are runs of 15-plus yards mm-hmm. among all running backs with 75-plus carries. And he was... It was a 48% rate. The other guys on Four, that... Okay, stop there. Yeah. 48%. Of his carries were breakaways. Insane, which is 50 That's plus in, yards. That is insane for, for James Cook. Uh, unbelievable number. Yeah. That, I mean, you look at the other guys in that list, too. It is a nice list to be on. Kenneth Walker to Tony Pollard, Brees Hall. Okay, stop there. Kenneth Walker and Brees Hall, who are near him in breakaway percentage, their season's ended early. And, you know, that's you know that's a good part of why they were able to maintain that high percentage of breakaway runs. Pollard is just really good he got the franchise tag so you know the fact that James Cook did it on a full season granted a limited workload but on a full season is really impressive yeah I will say I think he did I I think he did have the least amount of carries of any guy on this list okay so I think that did help him a little bit it does help so but but like I said it's still a nice list to be on so um I think the only potential problem is that he really couldn't beat out Devin Singletary last year 
throughout the course of the season, Devin Singletary was was getting all of the touches pretty much. Yeah. Well, but that's a rookie year thing. See, to me, and, and that's not the only problem. I'm going to give you another bigger problem in a minute here, I think, with uh, with James Cook. But, you know, he's a rookie. He's got to learn pass protection. He's got to, you know, be able to, you know, know where to run. I mean, there's, a, you know, it's not the most sophisticated position in the NFL, but there are things you have to learn to be a trusted NFL running back who's not going to get his quarterback back decapitated and, you know, other stuff. Um, and so the fact that Singletary yielded a bunch of carries at the end of the year, and then they just let Singletary go. That's what scares me. You know, says, tells me that there was some confidence in James Cook. Yeah, and, I mean, if we just just real quick kind of break it down, games with 15-plus touches last season, Singletary had seven, James Cook had one. Yeah. And then in the full season, uh, Singletary had 215 touches, Cook had 110. Okay, that was during the that was during the regular season. Yes, and then and so but, that's a two to one ratio of touches leaning towards Singletary in the regular season. Exactly, and then in the playoffs though, it kind of it did kind of get closer where Singletary had twenty one, Cook had seventeen. So almost like a one to one ratio, right? Which is, so you like the, to see that in yeah. like and in the playoffs, these are high leverage games, exactly. single you, elimination, exactly. And they trusted James Cook in the playoffs to be basically even with Singletary on touches. Mm-hmm. That's a very good sign. What's not a good sign? Damian Harris. Oh, I'm with you on this one. So he is an issue. Uh, Harris is a goal line star. Over the course of his career, he's been given 24 rushing attempts from inside the five-yard line, and he's turned that into 12 touchdowns. As we often say on the show, a very good touchdown back is at a 50% conversion rate, and that's Harris's career. 24 rushing attempts, 12 touchdowns, 50% conversion rate, and... James Cook just isn't built for that. He's not tiny, but I don't, he's not built like a goal line back, and he's not built like Damian Harris. And as a rookie last year, Cook was given zero rushing attempts from inside the five and one targeted pass from inside the five. So he got one touch all year, including the playoffs, for James Cook last season from inside the five. Damian Harris is going to steal those touchdowns. And who else is going to steal those touchdowns is Josh Allen. Yeah. Who, like, in the red zone, if you're looking just pure rushing ability, like, who's going to get touches? James Cook's third on that list, and he's the second best running back because you got Damian Harris, Josh Allen, both above him. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm kind of out on James Cook because that touchdown potential just does not seem like it's there. It doesn't seem like he can even, like, if he got five touchdowns this season, that would be, I would say, pretty good considering where he falls on kind of the pecking order in this Bills offense. That worries me as well. The other thing that worries me, so Damian Harris was hurt almost all of last year. The year before that, Damian Harris was really, really good. Really good. And he rolled into this season as the team's number one running back until he got hurt. So through the first like month of the season, Damian Harris was getting more work than Ramondre Stevenson, and he was starting those games. And then he got hurt, and then the rest of the year was a wash for Harris. I'm, I just think Harris is a good back. He's going to factor into this offense more than people want to believe, and he's going to be the, the goal line guy, and I'm with you on the touchdowns. I think Cook, I would not be surprised if Cook has a three three receiving touchdowns on the year, mm-hmm. four receiving touchdowns on the year, three rushing touchdowns on the year that, that come from distance. Yep. And that might be it. I think that's even kind of projecting on like the high side that he gets three like long. six or seven touchdown total is high? Yeah, I feel like that's high for him because where are they going to come from? Because he's not going to be, I mean, 
he might get like a red zone kind of swing pass for a touchdown, mm-hmm. but he's gonna. We're saying he's gonna break away. I mean, we we talked about the breakaway. Wait, right, break that's away. how he's gonna score. As I know it's good, but I, don't, I think it's you kind of get in those mucky waters if you're trying to project like four fifty yard touchdowns. Yeah, like I don't, you just can't project very, that. It's hard to do exactly. Although Cook does look, he looks pretty good, and I mm-hmm. you know he'll get he'll find his way to three or four rushing touchdowns, three or four receiving touchdowns. In my opinion, um, and that makes him fairly it makes him startable i i feel like james cook is a flex player yeah he's definitely a flex player i just don't think it's kind of one of those things where he doesn't have that like top 12 running back mm-hmm. upside we're like if damian harris finished as a top 12 running back with just the amount of touchdowns that he could have in this offense like i wouldn't be shocked i don't think it's likely but i wouldn't be shocked i would be shocked if james cook finished as a top 12 running back damian harris could be uh eight to ten touchdowns because I think they pull back on some of Josh Allen's touchdown runs. Eventually, I feel like they're going to go oh, at the one. He's always going to be the guy. But like at the three yard line, I think they're going to just give the ball to Damian Harris. Yeah. Oh, they, that's what they definitely should do. You I mean yeah. he's your franchise guy, Damian so, Harris? No, Josh Allen. Oh, so yeah, protecting you, your franchise. Exactly. Guy. He's your franchise yeah. guy. Yeah. You need to protect, protect him. him. And, right. I mean, they were talking about that all last season. Like Sean McDermott's like, I want to see him run more. Next game, Josh Allen has fifteen carries. I know. <laughs> so yeah, it's funny how that works. Yeah. So for Dynasty, I'm selling James Cook right now. Oh, yeah. Um, because I think there's so much interest in a young second-year running back, but I just feel and, and in the Bills' offense. But for the reasons we've talked about, uh, touchdowns, usage, Damian Harris being a bigger factor than people think, I think you can get a – what do you think you can get for him in Dynasty? If I could get – how about pick seven of the first round? Oh, that's a smash. I don't think you're going to get pick seven, though. I think I think it, now is the time to sell because I think people remember him kind of finishing out the season right. a little better. Yeah. So that now is definitely the time to sell mm-hmm. because before the NFL, especially before the NFL draft, because they could draft somebody like that and then James Cook value goes down even more. I don't think they're going to. They might They might not, but if they do, not good for James well, Cook. Well, no, clearly. And, and it's a deep running back draft. Exactly. But, that's yeah. why I'm so scared because they could draft somebody in the fifth round. You're like, oh, this guy actually could be a good player. Yeah. So... That's the thing that scares me, but if I could get like a late first for him, I'd definitely do that. Even like a the 204 to 205, I think I would do that still too. Like I said, a lot of good running backs in this draft. I think I could get kind of the same type of player at the 205 range. So the funny thing, he's going off the board at running back 32, but I don't like him. I, I still like James Cook. The other running backs that are going off the board in the 30s, ugh, it's not great. So let's talk through some of those guys. Okay. James Conner, RB30 right now. Totally out. Totally out. Yeah, don't I don't like I I've, I've never liked James Conner as, as a runner. I love his personal story, of course, uh, but just I just think he's just a guy. I think he's an utterly replaceable, just a guy runner. Okay, so I'd rather have James Cook. Rashad Penny, RB thirty one. Not risking the injury. Yeah, out. It's funny though. It's like he's on the Eagles, and it's like we saw Miles, he could be Miles Sanders from last season. If I think that's his best case scenario for Rashad Penny yeah. is if he's Miles Sanders. Who's next? Alvin Kamara, RB33. You're See, right. It's I, very mucky waters here. It, it in this, is. In this but, you know, Kamara's going to miss some time, probably. You know, should have missed time last year, uh, but we'll probably finally get suspended. Um, but this is a weirdly low spot for Alvin Kamara at running back 33. Do you still think Alvin Kamara is like the guy in New Orleans? Like, do you still believe in Alvin, Alvin Kamara, the player? Uh, pre draft, yeah. Kind of, not to ever be what he was two years ago, three years mm-hmm. ago. But I still think he, I, until. Until they draft some, they draft a real threat. Yeah, I think they believe that he's that guy. Yeah. yeah. So I take Kamara. All right, 
Khalil Herbert, RB34. I think this is a sneaky guy yeah, I really I li- like. I like. I like Herbert a lot, too. I think I he could be the, the starting running back. Oh, he will. I think he will be. And he's, yeah. we saw what he was. He was, he was split in time with David Montgomery there at the end when mm-hmm. they were both healthy. Right. It was kind of a 50-50 backfield, and Herbert was some breakaway break runs, man. Yeah, yeah. He, looked, he looked good. I'm with you on Herbert. Uh, now, many people think Chicago is going to go running back in this draft, and I would not be surprised. That mm-hmm. We'll see if that happens, too. But even if they do, I mean... It's still Khalil Herbert. Like, he's a good running back. Correct. So, yep. All right. Jamal Williams, RB35. Another Saint. So, Another Saint. two Saints. You yep. know, and presumably, they brought him in to be a goal line runner, which Kamara never was. And that's the downside in Kamara is, like James Cook, he'd be sitting on, could be sitting on just a six-touchdown season, mm-hmm. which is about what Kamara had last year. Yeah. Uh, so, that's your downside. So, still, uh, I, I don't want to – I can't pin my hopes to a goal line runner. So, yeah. I, I'm, I'd rather have James Cook. I'm going to go James Cook as well just because, I mean – is Jamal Williams even the the main goal line back on that team when you got Taysom Hill vulturing touchdowns oh, left and right? I hope they just cut that guy. Please. You don't like Taysom Hill? Oh, I love Taysom Hill. He's oh, a great tight end play every week because yeah. he could have like twenty five points from yeah, or as, as a running zero, back. As literally, he's a running back at tight end, which I absolutely love. I love his tight end eligibility. Don't do it in guillotine. I can tell you that much. Uh, we got to go. All right, let's go. Uh, all right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Full edition of Fantasy Football Weekly coming up tomorrow as we recap the uh, the first round of the NFL Draft. Bye-bye. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.